0: back to another episode of Fangs and Fonts. I'm your host, Yanara.
1: I'm Roland. I'm Ocean. I'm Voice.
0: And today, in honor of our super special episode 69, you guessed it, we're going to be doing an erotic fun bag.
1: Fun bags. Fun bags. Fun bags. <laughs> it's in more fun with parentheses. More.
0: Well, seeing as there's three boys and only one girl, we have fun bags.
1: Let's all grab what
2: our fun those two bags? bags. on your chest. <laughs>
3: Okay, giggle, group giggle exercise. Pillows. Group exercise. I want us to all grab our fun bags. Let's put our fun bags together.
0: But I have giggle pillows.
2: you want to play Who's in My Mouth?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you did let me nibble on your nuts and berries. I bet right you
2: I'd here. win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so just a uh, trigger warning. We're going to be immature <laughs> as hell in this one, so enjoy.
2: Who here has seen more nudity of the three of us?
0: Probably me.
3: I've
2: only seen Tarle naked.
0: I've been to a nudist colony. I saw my best friend's brother. No, no. I amongst ourselves. Naked. Wait,
3: are we, are we talking about who has seen the most, most nudity? No.
0: Or who's seen the most of us naked?
3: Exactly. Well, I've
0: seen Roland naked, and I've seen voice naked. So I think I win.
3: You win. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I've only seen Tarl naked. I was like, why have you seen Ro for, yeah, for this north? Yeah, for
0: this <laughs> north, your apartment.
3: For this north? You went, <laughs> you that, went skinny dipping? I heard dipping? that story. Oh, yeah. That happened. <laughs> I forgot that, about that.
0: Yeah, that happened before I got the pine and beetle in my eye. And then you got a
3: rock in the foot. Fuck, I was wholly expecting to mark this part of the episode, but no, that's a great story. Even though
2: Tyrox is Yeah, <laughs> no tiger
3: are yeah I don't show it. Fuck, up. that rock went in deep. That hurt.
0: Hey, I got a pine beetle in my eyeball. That very I had to dig the rock out doing? with a knife.
1: Well, I just dig it out of her eye with tweezers. It was Okay, you win. You <laughs> want to talk about like husband-wife trust? Yeah, Here, let me it. go into your eye with tweezers. Can't okay.
0: tweezers from a Swiss Army Like you, you can look
1: away. You know it.
3: you've reached the next level of your relationship when you help a, a friend of yours um pop like a ten-year-old zit.
0: Oh, that shit was Boiling massive. Point. What? How do it, we? Wow.
3: Everywhere. Wow. Okay. Did you
0: know that's actually a thing people do, is they'll watch zip popping and boil-popping videos on I know YouTube. it's a thing. I, it's... So does that classify as a fetish, or is that just a morbid fascination?
3: Well, I mean, it
0: depends.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. I'm out.
0: Good night. We're done.
3: Yeah. Mike <laughs> has been dropped. Pan has been dropped. We're done. I, I know it's a thing, and I'm sure it's sexual for most of them. Or just a fascination for like the other five percent. So
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oddly enough, our first point here on the dock is losing your virginity. There aren't a lot of stories out there, at least amongst the erotic anthologies that we've seen, about losing one's virginity. Sure you have a story here or there, but no one ever really makes a huge thing out of it. Why do you think that is?
0: Sorry, right, what was the question? <laughs> Probably because everyone's virginity. The, that erotica
3: story. doesn't seem to make a big deal out of losing one's virginity. I honestly think the reason for that is that if we're talking about erotica, <coughs> it, a lot of it's based around the fact that the story is already very sexual and implying that the characters themselves would not be, whereas something like losing your virginity is a lot more romanticized and would be
0: and the truth in a, is a more horrible.
3: traditional story
2: about... The tenderness of losing one's flower, quote-unquote. Wasn't that kind of what, um... What's the John Green book? That, that was kind of what it was about, too, wasn't it? Wasn't losing virginity in the sense that it's more romantic and awkward.
0: Um... I lost my virginity to ICP. Yeah, that...
2: It home. is awkward. Sorry.
0: I know. Like,
3: like there are some back. stories that will go, like, your first time is amazing. It's not.
2: I think it's more... It's not. If... if yeah, I think it is more part of the romance, but why can't you have romance in the erotica anyways? And I'm not saying you can't, but I'm saying why it doesn't show up as often. I, and my other part is that I think it doesn't show up as often in furry is because it's overshadowed by coming out of the closet erotica stories.
3: It could also be more based around the fact that when you are younger doing it with a virgin is a lot bigger deal than when you're older and everyone else around you has had sex already and younger people aren't the ones getting published most of the time so I I think the stories that tend to make the cut are probably more along the lines of people that have had their sexual relationships are not hung up on the fact that nobody's slept with this person before
1: well, like I think the other thing too is To do it, because mostly people are reading erotica, to get off to it. Um, As a wonderful book I picked up at Chapters, just to kind of look through it, stated, you know, you have to be comfortable with the fact that people are going to fap to your work. And with a losing your virginity point, it's really hard to kind of capture that eroticism. But... And I mean, I've, I've read fiction where, like, friggin' the entire piece is building up to the erotic moments, and there's been so much build-up to it that, yeah, by the time they have sex, you're, like, cheering them on, you're, go for <laughs> it. You and get doing. it! it's, it's, you, and it's so hot, because there's been so much of a build-up, and so much of that, you know, they're virgins, so they have no idea what they're doing, so there's so many misses, that by the time they nail something... one way or another you're so happy and yet so turned on that you're raring to go is this like
2: another case of those erotica versus porn where you really just want the build up where they finally get together and then it almost seems like in more eroticas the sex scene will get interrupted in a way that will not continue into more sex Like not the pizza by joining in on your orgy it'll be like oh Um, shit we broke the bed and now I have to take you to the emergency room I had a girlfriend who did that the, the whole losing
1: virginity
3: thing <laughs> is really just another aspect of erotica. I mean.
1: Well, and that's the thing is like, I've read fat fictions where that, you know, whole point was to get off with virginity losing. And usually in that case, it's very much a, oh so-and-so, I want you to be my first. Oh, you know, oh senpai, you are the best. Oh, Please take my, you know, virginity. I'm okay with it, and then a little bit of pain, and then they, they go into full blown.
3: Something else that occurs to me is these characters probably like, for the most part, if you're not a virgin, you're also probably not eighteen. What? Mm, what? It depends. If you're I mean, no, no. He's he's making a point of like usually, like if you're a virgin, you are likely underage. No, I mean, I'm no. not. I'm not oh. saying it's unusual to be a virgin past the age of eighteen. But he what he I'm was, saying,
0: I was. He was.
1: But, no, but... What? Yes, but I, I his point is is a majority is, of virgins tend to be underage. So yeah. writing porn about you're, losing you're your virginity... You're not going to be writing
2: underage porn mm, or erotica no. generally. But so the, you're going to wait until they reach, oh, I'm going to go to college to get my first experience versus if, if more people are losing I'm their virginity... I'm
0: 16 vir- and hormonal. Exactly.
2: If you're losing your virginity under the age of 18, it's already getting sketchy for some publishers, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I, I know I've got was reading an erotica series that, 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 right. yeah, that. Sorry, right. thank you I, yeah. I was reading an erotic Christ. series where most of the characters were from the ages of 21 to 25 who were you know deep in their academics their sports you know things that absorbed most of their time so they didn't have time to experiment or you know such and such so like, there's always excuses to get around the underage virginity in a story they're not excuses, but I mean,
3: ways. certainly, but in those cases I think it tends to make the character a little socially introverted or awkward or Yeah, um,
1: but I was going to point out the other thing too is between like having a fat fic versus a longer piece is a fat fic, losing your virginity is no big deal with a longer piece it becomes a big idea, big deal and for a lot of people losing their virginity is a big deal
0: Yeah
1: So you want to treat it with a certain amount of respect and as i said depending on how you do it you can make it extremely hot but it is that build up and it only goes to erotica and romance where there's a certain degree of finesse i want to ask
2: the publishers this now maybe i will ask them this last week when i go to ac (laughs) (laughs) nerd
1: (laughs) one of the things that recently got me thinking is um on the Furry Writers Guild, Richen had mentioned about how, you know, he want, you know, what anthologies would people like to see? What erotic anthologies would entice people? And a lot of the comments that have been made are anthologies that actually already exist. You already have Will of the Alpha, which has the BDSM community. Yeah, I was kind of confused. Like, oh. what are
2: you looking for when you already have that? Yeah, and thing and is, not it to mention have, that other publishers are also doing that as well. Because now we have nodded.
3: It's so much easier, though, for someone to say, like, I want more of this, to ask for more of that, whereas we're like, oh, God, we've already written
2: so much of that. Yeah. Why do you want more? We want something else. I think that's what he's looking for is something new. But something new is hard to find because a lot of it, again, has already been covered. It's also hard to make it stick. Like that's why you did punk, just because there's not a lot of punk and you know I didn't Well,
1: and that's why I yeah. went and did the decide to do the neko anthology is because I was like, okay, well, what's something that we haven't done? Well, let's take one foot out of furry and stick it into anime, and there you have nekos, and now this is a whole new area that people can you know play with, and you know it's an erotica that you know you don't see in the furry fandom per se. But it's, it's to come up with a new anthology and be like, hey, this is my anthology of X, write for it. A, how do you keep it fresh from the standpoint of the writers who are going, yeah, you know, transformation sex, I do that for commissions all the time, that's nothing new for me, or this, that, and the other.
0: I've seen a lot of transformation sex in visual commissions, but I haven't seen too much of it in written commissions and i wonder if that's just because i don't follow or pay too much well, attention to that particular when it, fetish. When it
3: comes to written commissions i think you really have to be paying attention because otherwise they're just you, you can't just glance at a story and go oh that's what that's what it's about
0: unless you've got I can on the
3: look at a commission from let's use kooner for example <laughs> and go hey look it's a tf commission that's easy. Yeah, but unless i'm going to sit down and read the story it's a lot harder to know who's big in the sort of the that genres genre. that I'm not yeah. interested in.
1: But I mean, how do you keep it unique? How do you keep readers who, you know, are going to the tables to buy these books going, oh hey, you've got a book on this, you know, oh I want to pick that up instead of, you know, like because right now you have say Will of the Alpha 1, 2, and 3 if you're into that, awesome, and people are likely to buy it, all three, but at the same point if they're not into it, you, you know, your net's not as wide as you initially thought. Does it have to be new and unique? Like a lot well, of people
2: just like the same old things.
3: I, I was going to say you kind of have to pay attention to the trends and what's going on in the fandom because for like the, the steampunk wagon, for example, yeah. is is dying down. It's no longer as popular as it once was. Now it's superheroes superheroes are going to probably ride the wave for another you know year or two yeah it will die down something else will come up we used to have pirates for zombies we used to have a whole bunch of stuff and it just it cycles
1: a lot of the stuff that you're seeing now
3: so right now we've got a lot of we've got taboo we've got knotted, we've got etc a lot of fetishy anthologies yeah And maybe it will shift to more
1: romantic anthologies. Well, it's like a lot of furry comics. I was seeing a lot of incest comics and twincest comics, and now I'm seeing a lot of way too many cuckold comics. Way too many, you say? And it's (laughs) just. Do you feel cuckolded?
0: (laughs) Well, we have been married for a year.
1: And it's just, (laughs) it's it's amazing that it's suddenly like out of nowhere. And I mean, you have here, you have the people who are into it going, you know, yay, yay. And it's the same goes for the erotica community right now. The erotic community has been riding that friggin' wave for about a year and a half, two years now. and, oh, and like, But you
3: still look at it, and things like incest are still hugely popular. Yeah. It's like cuckold, hugely popular. BDSM. The people that are into that, the diehards, will always be there. That's true. But genres will ride new waves of enthusiasm as people sort of get into it, become accustomed, and then maybe it doesn't become such a big deal anymore.
1: Well, then it's a question of do you want to, you know, basically continue to try to ride that same wave or do you want to do something new?
3: I think there's a degree to which we are responsible for remaining dynamic and catering to what our readers want to read. Weep. But at the same time, if you have found a niche that is comfortable for you, then there's no reason to change it. A look at Stephen King and yeah. like, like anything in regards to formulaic writing. Well, just Those people at, have found their groove
1: and they're perfectly happy staying there. Well, just look at the commission, the people who do just purely commission works that don't go mm-hmm. get their stuff published. They're working well, specifically... Or they're working on self published.
3: They don't write yeah. different genres either. Yeah. They almost exclusively write
2: one thing and that's what they have fans for. I think that's that's why they write one thing is because they've been able to do it well enough that... They become a reliable source. They've almost, as we said, oh, mastered it in a way that—that's um, what people are coming to them for. Yeah, like in the same way that JK did her Harry Potter. She went off to another book. It was fine, but and now she's like, oh, back to Harry Potter again. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and then
3: uh, oh, yeah, new book offensive, <laughs> whatever. And but, now there's a new movie
2: and whatever.
1: Well, so, and the thing, thing too, is the new book isn't even like a book. It's a screenplay or like, a stage play. Because that's what they're doing. That she kind of helped, worked with some people to write. So it's not even really technically a book. I mean, the concept of the characters, I find the plot that she's put together very, very nice. But at the same point, yeah. But the Harry resurgence of Harry, P- Harry Potter hype is but, crazy. I mean, I've, I've said it,
3: midnight. Like I've said it before, and I'll say it again: that being unique is overrated. It always has been. And I don't think enough people realize it because, not because, you know, we shouldn't strive to be original or stand out in any way, but because trying to be unique, trying too hard to be unique often sort of degrades the integrity of what it is you're writing. If you're not enthusiastic about it, then you're not going to be writing it well and you're not going to write a good story.
0: I don't know about that. I think being unique is probably a good thing because if you don't have people being unique, then you don't have the latest trendsetter. You don't have the newest idea. I mean...
3: Do you have to?
0: No, but if you if have you an idea, go really well for it. I mean, you do something really well and people enjoy it. You figure all the... the, the since we're writing an erotic panel, the erotic trends would never have come up if people weren't being unique. The dinosaur sex, the insect sex, the paranormal eroticas, these would never have come up if someone wasn't attempting but to But ultimately
3: unique. these people are doing things that things that they want to do.
0: Yes and they would It's were being not for the
3: sake, of, sake it's of it's not for the sake of being unique.
0: No, not for the sake of being That's unique. My but point. they're not being afraid of being unique. No,
3: that that is my point. It's not for the sake of being unique. Because I think that is a road to to damnation essentially
0: i don't know it, it's i think people all focus way too much on far. trying
3: to find the next big thing that's all
0: so why not write it strive it do it why would we limit what we're telling people they can or can't write
3: i'm not telling them what they can and can't write well you
0: are you're saying don't I'm do saying it it's because overvalu- you're trying to no be i'm make.
3: saying it's overvalued
0: i'm not saying but...
3: i'm not saying that next
2: topic <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like it wasn't
2: between you two this time. Like, um, what are we talking about?
3: <laughs> uh, no, well, just we we, we got up. talking about new ideas and unique anthologies,
2: which is yeah. Mm, I think there's always room for whatever in the market, honestly.
1: I think if someone wants to try a neurotic anthology, that go for it. Just pitch it to a publisher. Pitch it to a publisher, or go and self-pub it, or whatever you know it may work well it may not work well who knows you might hit the mm-hmm. next new wave or like maybe you're actually paying attention enough to the waves that you know what's coming
2: if you want to do an erotic uh, anthology I think the reason is why do you want to do it do you want to do it because there's a certain set of stories you want to put out yeah. or because is there you, if we yeah. want to talk about you know writing
3: a new wave of like the next big type of anthology we might as well start doing the uh, the die. His diphallism or whatever? oh, two Two dicked characters? Because
2: that's popped up everywhere. you seen his fucking ass? What's that? Have you seen his asshole? <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness, it is so prolapsed. The diaphylactic dude? What? Have you not seen this? No. No. Okay, no well, you gotta no, keep no. talking.
0: Why are we have No, no, prolapsed assholes. I don't care if that's someone's fetish or not. No, but it's, it's so unique. Happening. It's so
3: unique and original.
0: And that might be someone's cup of tea, but it's not mine
3: but they are courageously carving new ways through the erotic Ooh,
0: landscape. So long can you fucking read it.
1: The next, next erotic anthology prolapses.
3: What we're cutting out of that <laughs> <laughs> time, Fun bag. Let, Timestamp on that, by the way. Fifty-nine uh, forty something. All right, fifty-nine forty. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> Good lord, this is us.
1: Yes, yes, it is.
0: Good lord, that's terrifying. <sighs>
1: oh, this is being entertaining.
0: That's a word oh, for it. Goodness.
3: Okay. Um, don't put it up for your editors. That's, that's the point there. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that was a point.
1: I you did.
3: It. You mentioned it like ten minutes ago, before this whole train wreck started.
1: Oh, such a good train wreck. Uh,
3: okay, so this is going to be a fun and interesting point here.
1: <laughs> what has erotica
3: taught us, spiritually or physically or otherwise? I don't get it. I'm not sure. It wasn't mine. Physically, no no, I don't the, I still don't get erotica. I guess physically oh.
0: erotica has taught me that I am
2: that See, erotica
0: is giving you the three percent of women who can orgasm from penetration or an immediate orgasm versus the ninety seven percent of women that actually just can't stimulate through straight up penetration. Then they need a whole lot more.
1: They need Tigrax. <laughs>
3: Like, what does erotic taught me? I mean, that's a very broad question, considering it, my erotic stories, the most I've learned, it has nothing to do
2: with sex. I, I guess writing about a new kink that you've never done involves more research and you get to learn about it. Like, I learned quite a lot about dom-sub relationships by writing the, the duck one. It's it's yeah. a lot about getting into the head
3: of the people with these particular fetishes and asking the people that actually have them.
2: It's like why I have to talk to some people I know about chastity devices
1: <laughs> Yes, it's... we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned... A lot of lingo and various things involving gay sex For the two gay stories that I wrote Something I never thought I would do just says soon, ah, fuck it.
0: I had this discussion with, with my IT guy yesterday about things you, because as an IT guy, he's, you know, cleaned people's browser history and he has the <laughs> device <advisor> that <laughs> was a whole lot of things that I you can't look, be unseen. Just
2: don't no, Well, yeah, no, this guy yeah. got
0: fired and they had to have my, I, well, yeah, because oh. he was oh. looking at porn oh. at work, so my IT guy the had IT, to go through I the IT and, guy categorize, fired, yeah. and categorize what he was looking at. at oh, this, in at, case for at, a lawsuit yeah, or something? Yeah, in case for a lawsuit. <laughs> and he was like, I can't unsee this shit. And I'm like, wow, it was like me when I tried to write that, that sounding bad. erotica and he's like I know what that is and why did you bring that mental image up into my head what Hermione fuck sounding
2: oh sounding so
0: then he just left he went upstairs and left me by myself I'm like we were in the middle of a conversation he's like no we're done here
2: has anyone written any sounding uh, it's not often yeah, yeah. when
0: um, for the gayest erotica of gay that ever gayed and if you wanted to read gay it was gay never heard of it that was my <laughs> review Fred <laughs>
1: Pattern Review. What story? Uh, uh what was that
2: for? Was it for Taboo? Well, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was right when I was starting with meet you guys. Tell us about sounding. Why <laughs> should I
3: have to tell you about sounding? I you I'm you the one it. that researched it! I was gonna say, what makes you think I know about <laughs> sounding? Because I know I <laughs> do. Because <but laughs> I know you do. Yeah, that
0: was something I couldn't unseen after Look, my first
2: okay, okay. Number one is still but you're number two for people I know. No, no, actually, sorry, I'll put puppy and then you. Yeah, I was going to say, like... That's, that's the other
3: reason the, I know, is because I think you hang up with yeah, puppy. What has erotica
1: <laughs> taught me? Not much. I'm already kind of a sexual deviant. <laughs> like,
3: it's, it has taught
1: me that there are people far more deviant than me. So why... Why not write porn? Why not write porn?
2: Oh, we're done talking about it. <laughs> yeah, well, <I> mean, <laughs> what has what erotica taught you? Yeah.
3: Have we actually gone into this all that much? Uh,
1: well, we've had what?
2: a lot of off-counter.
1: Uh, uh, on Really? Yeah, off a lot of punchlines. I was going to say, as I said in the previous comments, it taught me a lot of terminology and a lot of intricacies over same-sex relationships that I didn't know, both male-male and female-female. It's taught me... Actually, it's ta- that's mostly what it's taught me. is just like the power play and the topping and the bottoming. And how do you have someone who's a dom trying to be a sub, get dominated by someone who's a sub trying to be a dom, which is a lot harder to write Actually, than you think. I learned a good deal of, well,
3: I was told a good deal about pregnancy for writing my taboo story. Uh, and aside from that, I actually consider the fact that I've gotten fairly vanilla as far as most of my writing goes since I started writing is vanilla published.
2: or are you are vanilla compared
3: my, to that? my scenes my okay. sexual <laughs> my, my ironic stories have become rather vanilla since really getting published I'll have to change that
2: yeah, should read more about Actually,
0: it's a lovely series see, you can borrow if you'd like. I was
2: gonna you say, bake the spines or dump the ears. I don't know if I'm able to do that. Because I
3: read It's just impossible these days. What do you not get about erotica? I'm still confused
2: on that. I don't know. Half the time I'm just like, because oh, like I still get into much that much mentality work. of okay, what am I gonna write? Well, that's a good idea. Okay, now I have to find a way to shove a sex scene in, is usually how it goes. I still can't get that logic of, do I start with a sex scene and move out? Like, it's getting better. Like, I told you the idea with the chastity device. Yeah. That one doesn't even have to have sex. I don't know if it will or not. That's the other thing. No, I, I, I mean, know. like, that's two half the things, point of a chastity. Two cage. other things <laughs> I've noticed about all, most about almost all my eroticas, for some reason they involve birds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all of them except for like two. Have just re- that's just because I'm like, oh, a bird would be a really good character here, and this character would, an avian would work well, not because of avian sex, but why because birds? the character I want to use, birds work. And then it's just I realize, why? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, I have to write their penis. Well, <laughs> uh, most of the time I just give them a normal one unless you know we're having fun. But <laughs> <laughs> and then I forgot the other thing was, uh, yeah. I didn't know.
3: I just... Like, you keep trying, but...
1: And and maybe it's a learned
2: response. It's getting better. Like, I'm finding out more ideas where sex plays into it it versus just having to have a sex scene. Is it just that the concept is so unusual for you that writing it feels strange? I I don't think I... I, Like, again, I don't read a lot of it because I'm not that interested in it, which then questions me why I'm writing it. And... I, I I have a similar thing where I think of a good story or a story I'd like to tell and then it becomes this part, well, how do I make it erotica? And I found similar things with Furry where it's like, well, that's a great story, but now I have to make it anthro? Why don't I just write it
1: without those elements?
0: Ta-da! <clears throat>
1: Some See, people for just me, don't
0: want erotica. Like
1: For me, reading erotica... It's like I'll pick up unusual anthologies. Like, for example, there was one lesbian panty anthology I picked up just because I was like, I want to write a story about this. How am I going to do it? And I read it. And I mean, out of the five stories that were in there, I think two were actually like, oh, wow, this is getting me hot and bothered. The other ones, it was just like, oh, good God, shut up.
2: Okay, so it's not just me? No. Like, I'm still going through the old heats. Like, I think I'm up to seven and a lot of them just seem different than what the new ones want to so I wonder if I should just skip some of the new ones I have and read those because some of these I'm just like eh, eh, eh. okay that one was hot that was good eh, eh. you know like I get one or two that I really like oh, yeah. and get you a little excited and the rest are like yeah they're having sex now and now they're walking away oh good well yeah. <laughs> it's like explaining- isn't
3: that just sort of not really a good story or something that doesn't take your fancy that's that doesn't make it that doesn't make erotica itself
2: Again, I'm using Heat because Heat's been well-known in that. And that's why I'm wondering if I should switch to some of the newer ones. It, also started, out very,
3: it also started out in very young parts of the fandom. Exactly.
1: Well, it's like Selena Kidd's stuff. I used to worship the ground that lady walked on. And I, her initial stuff was really, really hot. I start reading some of her stuff now, and it's just like... Okay, so you have a stepdad and his daughter, and the mother's not having sex with him, and she won't dress sexy for him. And he's written a play, and it's an erotic play. And question mark. There comes a point where you're just like, and, I don't have enough hormones in my body to make this sexy well, for me. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes to it, and his daughter apparently sneaks in, and then she suddenly fulfills his wishes for what his wife's not. And I'm reading it going, his wife's a bitch. She won't go to this play that he's worked and like produced and directed and like
0: now you're written the and it's just
1: like I don't care about the sex at this point. I'm just looking at the story, going like, why, why?
0: He's but not like, looking for sex. He's you. looking for a relationship.
2: Or that just reminds me of a real life example.
3: Well, like yeah. for for you mentioning going through some of the earlier volumes of Heat and how some of them are some of them are good and some of them are still good. Some of them were bad. Remember when well, we were hanging out in the living room, yeah, going just, through all of the 90s? At, at the
2: yeah. same time, I don't think some of them are bad. I think some of them are just either porn faps, to which I'm less inclined, because I'm looking for something. I'm looking for a variety, and again, porn. And then some of them are just meh. But sorry. if I would consider them porn faps or meh, I'm just going to use
3: bad as an all-encompassing sort of thing. Okay, but we'll, like, we'll get we. It. <laughs> but like for well, okay, so like for example, when we were going through all of the 90s comics, like all of the Skunk Works comics and mm, Genis and Genus oh Bro. when you brought yours over yeah yeah yeah, yeah and those
2: are it's definitely not that, different they, than they what's were going really, on now.
3: they were really good for the time
2: mm-hmm.
3: and then as the furry fandom evolved quality of art got better the quality of content got better and like everything sort of improved and the stuff that you used <laughs> to idolize years ago no longer holds up to the stuff you have today
2: I think a really good prime example of that is um, Vol, which won a nurse a major. It was very well, you know, very well received at its time, but now it's looked back upon as not one of the greatest, honestly, especially compared to today's. You know, yeah, and back at the time it was great. Now it's just kind of much like any of our older works, we look back on and go, "What the
3: hell?"
0: Yeah.
3: Like if if it's because you're reading some some of the more subpar material from the past or something that just isn't relevant today anymore, then yeah, I would recommend going to pick up something recent. I'm going to be receiving altered states in the mail in a couple weeks, I'm sure, if you want to go through it.
2: So I want to go back to what you said where you kind of lump the fat ones into bad. It was as a general example for the sake of being concise. Mm-hmm. So then, kind of opening the erotic versus porn debate, why, why is it bad and why not just write porn? You're looking too far into that. <laughs> that comment I made. Well, then I'm just making it as a transition. Okay. Um,
3: why look at fat material as bad or just porn versus erotica?
2: Well, like I generally see a lot of the commissioners that that are using this to try to do full time jobs. Like they're they're writing fat porn. Seems to be their. Mate. I think
1: it's it's probably easier. I mean, some of them have verified why they do that as that's all like like the customer wants Which, yeah, That's the thing if that's what the
2: customer wants why aren't we writing that
1: well and the thing is is for me that's, that's as what a commissioner one person
2: wants well people willing to put money more than one person
1: but i as a commissioner who's commissioned if i had received that i would have been very disheartened and very kind of like that's not what i wanted i wanted a mm-hmm. plot to go with it thankfully the person i commissioned does do plots
0: i'll admit that i like erotica not really for the sex i mean you know sometimes it's good sometimes it's poorly written and most of the time it's just like a, eh, no tangles but hey but i like the erotica for the sheer girly satisfaction of like boy meets girl or whatever your gender preferences. is um what's the stuff i read is straight my boy meets girl, there's an issue, boy and girl fight it out, work it out, and in like, the end it's just a mushy, happy, you know, I get those, that, that girly It's like girl sex versus boy sex. Yeah. Oh, no, I, sorry, I girl the, porn versus guy porn. I get porn. the, I get the girly <laughs> endorphin rush at the end of like the happy ending and the sappy, you know, he touches her face gently, you know, the, the, the soft, mushy stuff. I prefer th- oh. I like reading that. I don't know.
3: You know, we, we keep drawing comparisons for, like, when we talk about fat material, we draw comparisons to the, the pizza boy scenario. Oh, don't get me wrong. Class- I read
0: some good right. rap. <laughs> but,
3: but classic porn scenario, right? <clears throat> and if we consider these, like, actual porn, you know, big booty girls 15, nobody would consider that a work of art. But we all understand universally that people still use this to get off and that there is still a very enjoyable quality to it. That's essentially what this fat material is. People still read it. People still enjoy it. But for the people that want to experience a good plot or a good story, they're not going to go watch, you know, Big Booty
2: Bitches. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to
3: go look at that, you know, rom-com that just came out or something.
2: Well, I think that's still why comics do so well, right? Because there usually isn't, it's a very loose, tight, or not tight, sorry, loose, short plot that's just there to... Here's the scenario. They're fucking... Did you fat? Good, because it's mm-hmm. over. Red Rosker. Yeah. Per, Red Rosker, like, Jane Naylor, all those... Like, Red Rosker is no novelist, or,
3: like, barely a storyteller. It's He's like, here's a giant penis, here's a little dog,
2: Like They're really just it. two markets, I think. Honestly. Oh, on, like, obviously, it, but like... Like, and Kyle Gold are writing Erotica, um... Uh, Red Rusk or Jay Naylor, they're doing the porn. Yeah, but like... Jay Naylor at least had something with his comic, but that's on pause as far as I know. Like, when I dismiss things like fat material,
3: it's because I don't really see why we compare it to, you know, things like the erotica sometimes, because it is purely there for the sake of getting off. And Mm -hmm. the
2: people that get off to it will get off to it. The people that won't, we're going to anyway, so... I think it's because a lot of the times people talk about erotica in that they want it to. They they want to get excited, they want to get aroused, and I don't think most people just want to get blue balls, they just want to get off after getting aroused.
0: Pop goes
2: the weasel. So both of them still have this goal of arousal. I mean, one of them has a climax, and one of them has a climax,
0: like I like the that was like English. the One of them is reading
1: the book; the other one is flipping to the bookmarks,
0: or where the page just kind of falls open on well, I mean, the book.
1: And you know, even even with time. erotic stories,
3: you get the people that are like, "Oh, I just flipped to the point where it says he put his cock in his anus."
2: But then there's also erotic stories where, like we said, like the sex gets interrupted, or it's not about him having sex. You could even have the closed door because all the anticipation came up or you know there was no actual full payoff It was just a lot of anticipation and just mental foreplay until like uh man just know, listening like the you, just listening
3: to you describe that kind of a situation kind of blue balls me like. <laughs> but there was like (laughs) it really
1: depends i mean if it's effective then bravo but fuck you too like i mean there's there's been there's been porn pieces that i have read that it's like okay you have a quick fap after it but there was a say to take a furry book windfall by tempio coon which was marketed as a horror which is really more of a summer romance friggin the build-up to the sex there and this might be too much information, but the fact that I had the first time they had sex <laughs> was like, good God, it's like I'd been saving myself for months. And then you paint the garage. It was a spooky ghost. Ooh. <laughs> it was on the roof.
2: That's a self Yes. Yeah, <laughs> a very good
1: one. Mm. But anyway, but that's the difference, is you'll have those stories that you want to read that you're just like, I just want to get off. But if you want to take your time and enjoy it to... Lead to it's much what like sex a story though so.
2: where they're like murdered halfway through sex. Roland oh, wrote it. <laughs> oh. Wrote one.
1: You I wrote they've one? never been murdered
2: during sex.
3: I wrote. Well, yeah, I, I, I have one where they get
2: murdered, quote unquote,
1: during. sex I'm, I'm not so. even
3: sure. I, I've I've only written I think one story that's been published where everyone died. <laughs>
2: everyone died.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and by which I mean two people. One shot before. of Happy in Abandoned Places, you should go by it. What about uh, yeah, you your rejection
2: from Trick or Treat 3? That kid did. <laughs> uh, that kid real dead. Oh, yeah, he died. He did, <laughs> he did die, but he finished.
0: <laughs> he's
2: done. It he went out done. happy. Oh, now I'm a nicely murder <laughs> scene,
0: but he's smiling. we all
2: sad. It's just a wealth of oceans today. <laughs> oh, ocean just made me sad. Because you killed your own character? No, because I got rejected from
3: Trick or Treat. <laughs> oh, three. I'm
2: sorry. I was hoping so to be in all gonna... three
3: of them. <laughs> that would have been good.
2: A lot of people get crushed on that one, I believe.
3: Squish. Okay. So, I kind of had this point dedicated
1: to Ocean. Um, when one feels mm-hmm. cornered into writing porn. So. I'm feeling cornered into writing porn. Who's feeling cornered to write porn?
0: Not this man.
1: Well, I mean,
3: the, I the reason the, the reason I put that particular point down there is because there are enough people that I've heard that say, you know, porn is what sells, and so therefore they feel obligated to write porn. And regardless of whether or not this is the case, I mean, it's hard to argue that porn doesn't sell well. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of people do feel pressured to write porn. And I wanted Ocean's input on this because as someone who doesn't get writing erotica or porn, who
2: still does, that you might have something to say on the the matter. So when we started this, when I started getting into writing, like, what, three years ago now? We've only been doing this for two years, but okay, I've only really been getting into the writing club with you guys for about three years, I think. Someone lived here for four, so. Um, <laughs> Only three years. So, three years ago, it didn't seem like. It seems like there's been a lot more anthologies out coming out in those, the last two years, right? Um, up until that point, there was not a lot of non erotica anthologies. Um, and so, if you're trying to make your way, like, get something published, get, get a good start, you had Roar. You had the one or two publications that came around, and then maybe a con book. But now we're overflowing with anthologies, it seems like. Um, and so there's a lot more options if you don't want to write porn. Because back then, it's like, well, you can write for Heat. There's Hot Dish, which is coming around again soon. You know, there was Taboo, Will of the Alpha. Like, there was a lot more. It felt like, I'm probably wrong, but it felt like there was a lot more erotica anthologies than non- and I think people have noticed that there's that lack of market. We've been filling it up. You know, we've got a sci-fi, we've got noir, we've got. You know, there's a, there's and There's religion. One coming out. We have horror, right? So, I don't think it's as much pressure these days anymore. But there's still the glamour, quote unquote, of heat. Is that it's the? I still think the hardest publication to get into.
0: I still like that feather in my cap.
2: Exactly right. It's it's like an achievement.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: that's exactly the fanfare I had in mind (laughs) like it's more an achievement I guess Um, but yeah I found even myself as things are going forward I'm, I'm not submitting as many stories like I'm not going there's an anthology submit to it there's an anthology submit to it I'm starting to be more choosy like I didn't send anything to Gods with Fur
0: I failed on that
2: I'm just not interested. It's just not a topic that I'm interested in. And I tried. Yeah. Um, even with the dogs of war, I'm not sure. Maybe? If I think of something good. But, like,
0: I had furry gods before, just wasn't
2: for me. I don't know. Yeah. You guys, I think you wanted to do
1: something, right? For I gods did, of yeah. fur, I sort of did. And then, as, much as, as weird as it's going to sound, my religious studies degree, I think, would actually have been detrimental to it. Possibly. Um, possibly, or I would have written something freaking brilliant. There's
2: there's more things to write for, and at the same time, as you're growing yourself, you're trying to think, well, is this what I just want to be, just the author that writes short stories for anthologies, or what other products do I want to be at?
1: Well, I'd like to so.
2: jump on a novella sometime this year.
1: Well, it's like for one of the anthologies I'm writing for, I'm writing more of a homegrown teenager romance Thing, and it's complete opposite of the two genres I write the most in horror and erotica and there is a part of me that's like eh, there's going to be a point where it's going to be horror and X because I'm not going to be writing as much erotica as I used to because that's not where my interests have evolved to I still enjoy writing erotica I still enjoy you know, doing those kind of stories but at the same point kind of want to write more Mm -hmm. in the big picture
2: but to to wrap it around back to Roland's question like there was definitely a pressure to write erotica near the beginning um because you know if you wanted to write something that was what you did otherwise go write a novel and hopefully you get in um so you feel like it's no longer the case where people are Turned no. it into like again Rayland, those kinds of things. Going back to Ray Chan, he's looking like I haven't seen a lot of erotica anthologies on the horizon, right? Like I'm sure there will be more, but we we start to have a good mix that I think more people who don't want to write erotica don't have to. Um, and if I want to write it now, then it's because I'm actually starting to figure out erotica, and maybe I'm like, oh, that might be a good idea. Again, the, I want to try for heat, just because it's heat. Um, when Hot Dish opens, there's an idea I want to toss their way. But I am still think I'm struggling with, okay, here's the premise, and there's the sex scene over there. What is the rest <laughs> of the story? Yeah. Which I still don't think is the correct way to approach that, but... Yeah, I mean, all very valid points.
3: You have shut me up for that particular <laughs> moment.
1: So what about writing Mm -hmm. unrealistic, erotic situations? With our lovely example, and I really do have to just read this. He thrust his 11.5 Death Star penis into her cavernous, empty, slender vagina. His dick was also as wide as a semi. It was as forceful as at least 16 Jedi. You underestimate the true power of the dark side of the P-Force. You don't know nothing about me, P-Force.
0: We may have just kind of broke something.
1: So, yeah. barring that, writing unrealistic erotic situations. So there's
3: actually two ways this goes. Unrealistic fetishes and unrealistic porn expectations. Don't ask me why. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just took count. <laughs> I am currently using my middle finger. So I'm figuring the door.
1: Do you finger the door all you want? Yeah, talk about unrealistic Isn't that like porn the situations, he put right?
0: The dildo on the door.
1: Ah. Anyway, um, let's go on to on un- writing unrealistic fetishes. Um. Define an unrealistic. Vor. Okay. Easiest
2: <laughs> easiest <laughs> example. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't something like, I don't know, vor like anything weight gain, magic, etc. Yeah. Anything that you can do. Uh, hyper Micro. Yeah, hyper, macro, micro. Anything that is either not physically possible or illegal. Not including, well, I don't know. I want. To uh, I would include illegal. You would include illegal? Like blood stuff? Like snuffs? Snuff. Snuffs, yeah, sorry,
3: snuffs. Or snuffs
1: necrophilia.
3: Yeah. Stuff that you really can't
2: or shouldn't do in real life. Or just don't get caught. Good job. <laughs>
1: please don't take my advice (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's take the ones that are unrealistic but
3: (laughs) see i think this kind of ties into the whole what is erotica taught us because if we consider what makes some of these situations erotic if you're not part of the fetish you really don't understand
2: has anyone put four on Ray Chan's anthology list? Because I think that's one that needs to be on there. Well, <laughs> let, let, let me go. I was okay. talking to my
1: coworker <laughs> about unusual sex toys and we mentioned the egg laying one, where literally you- oh,
2: Just about to start the writing unrealistic, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because we, w- we were just talking about we we were talking about it, and then because he said Avi obi- positional, and then we can just pick up from there.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. So just start from your story about the coworker so with the egg laying. I was telling my coworker
2: and about is, what, what was this the writing unrealistic form? Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. About the egg, the you know, here's something that's so popular, egg laying that they made a sex toy about it, and it's. One of those ones where i don't get it i don't think i ever could get it and thus i will never actually ever write it because just but vore i can understand certain aspects of vor. so when i wrote and i asked the person who at the point commissioned me for a vor piece and i said what about vor turns you on and he said it was the saliva it was the all-encompassing feel you know i was like okay i kind of get that it's like a really overenthusiastic hug. Yeah, with your oh mouth. my god, and that's like, what I was just thinking. I can, <laughs> but I can, I can underst- I can understand that, so I can write that, but egg laying, I can't, or reverse egg laying. Or reverse birth or whatever. I can't well, get it. So I would I would consider it's, it's just similar. not it's so not erotic to me that. Uh, well, I that's can't, the same with
2: vor. I don't get
3: vor. Yeah. So. I, I would consider the whole egg laying thing to be similar to how people like stretching or large penises or.
0: I don't get that any kind of, of this. this. You is don't is kind like of large no. penises? Oh, I'm sorry, Tarl. No, I meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Burn. I get spanked for that one. <laughs> No, I mean, like, the, the, the super stretching and the egg-laying and the vor, And it's like, I have yeah. a very it
2: makes spicy you
0: feel that, repertoire. And that and makes you
2: feel vanilla.
0: It does. <laughs> and then, of course, we have friends who are literally vanilla. It's like, would you like some water with your biscotti? You don't
2: want to be swallowed in the throat and sucked away in a belly for a while? I
0: still loved his idea of, like, putting some bungee cords around a sleeping bag and filling it with lube and just...
2: Yeah, that's... But yeah, that's,
1: that's not my idea. That's an actual yeah. boar masturbatory was,
3: tool. Is it?
0: Yeah. Oh, my. Or was it your idea?
3: No, it wasn't my idea. I remember I Dan it was it telling you table. about I that. I brought it up yeah. at the time. Okay. okay he was so telling he, me about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what
0: I heard. We talked
3: about it, but it, it, it is a method through which people enjoy their boorish fantasies.
0: Yeah, I still think that's amazingly clever.
3: Hum, humans are really good at masturbating. Yeah, I was going to say, like people are really
1: good at doing things that turn them on. <laughs> going on back to writing so I mean there are things where okay I know I can figure out enough of what works to sit there and write but there are other things where yeah there's I can't I can't sit there and just be like okay I'm going to write about laying eggs just like as, as far as
3: actually writing these things goes there's like if you take a second sort of to stop noticing all of the ludicrous ridiculous aspects of it because it's fairly common knowledge by now i was reading a few horror stories at one point that go into a lot of psychological torment based on the fact that people are eating other people (laughs) and it's really effective if you actually let yourself become immersed within the story because these characters are terrible they're awful murder people are dying their loved ones are like Everything yeah. is tragic.
0: Everything is tragic. And awful. it's a really
3: effective storytelling method if you are willing to immerse yourself into that yeah.
2: particular story. So the person who's eaten has always done something bad to get eaten?
3: Well, I mean, maybe they're a crime fighter and they eat people. Like, it, You could turn it around any which way, but the way the ones that I have read have been people figure out they can eat people and they are like just inherently malicious and so they start wreaking mayhem. Huh.
2: Anyway... <laughs> Like, this is exactly... We don't really... We don't know the fetish, so we don't really know what goes into it. But I mean,
1: it's like blood play. I have engaged in blood play once. I don't get... I engaged for the person I was with at the time. And my Will the Alpha 2 story? My lesbian story was about breath play and blood play. And they involved a lot of a person I was seeing at one point and just things that we had kind of talked about or done and there were things that turned her on that i have no like her ultimate fantasy And i think i mentioned this before on the podcast was to slit someone's throat when they reached orgasm while riding them this is again one of those unrealistic hopefully <laughs> porn situations i won't mention at the time that i had my wiccan altar near the bed and it had a knife on it at which point she picked up while writing me and started slapping me at the flat of the blade do you want to talk about the quickest way to get a non-erection that is it but it's to try to sit there and work with it i could still understand why this would be an attractive thing to someone but if you're going to try to write something that is unrealistic porn wise you have to either be into it or you know no amount of research is ever going to make it hot for the people who are going to read it maybe it will some people honestly start looking in like
3: you can find yourself turned on by something that you never would have expected if you start to like actually look into understand and start writing about these particular fetishes.
0: My girlfriend posted a comic about the other, the other day. She's a, a professional dominatrix here in the city, and she posted a quick four-comic panel with someone looking at the computer screen going, what the hell is this? And then they sit back and they purse their lips, and I'm like, what is this? And then the next screen, they're sitting forward with their arms on their um, on the table, and then there's this shit, and they lean back and says, I'm into this.
3: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's like... Um, You know, anybody who's been on the internet has likely seen somebody post a comment similar to, I have such a confused boner right now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that one. Like,
3: people see things that they've never experienced before, and they're like, oh my God, this is actually really erotic. Mm. Yeah.
0: Suddenly, I have a button. It's a new one. I feel like that guy from Inside (laughs) Out with all the buttons.
3: But, anyway. And actually, if something... Something outside your sort of typical range is written well enough, I know has also turned some people towards those particular fetishes. <laughs> Sometimes it takes seeing some, something being done well to appreciate That's true. a lot of what makes it special for people. And then there's the completely like ridiculous, unrealistic sexual situations like positions those are fun you know that awesome sex scene you have like in your head where you know maybe or actually classic scene like guy picks up the girl fucks her against a wall right yeah really hard to do in practice it's It's most
1: most people cannot it's it is it's fun don't do it in the shower because then you start passing out and throw your girlfriend to the wall while you run out of the shower to pass out on the floor
0: don't look at me I haven't been done up against
3: a wall. Well, also be careful if your Actually, previous... was against the
2: wall. It was just standing
3: be, be careful if your roommate has been in there previously and just left a bunch of lube on the floor of the shower. Or
0: dildo wall!
1: the wall. <laughs> dildo wall. <Dildal> wall.
0: <laughs> wall for the win!
1: But, yeah. No, there's some positions where you kind of have to, much like Ocean in his action scenes, act it out.
0: I love watching that.
1: And, like, just we've all read those scenes where we're, we're reading,
3: and they're like, but his leg's here... His leg's there. He's got his other leg is there. And then his back is it, it's I like seeing yeah. really bad anatomy in yeah. a porn picture that like completely eliminates the eroticism from it. All the sexiness is gone because you couldn't figure out how to get your anatomy straight.
0: Mm-hmm. I I've done that too. I've been reading something and I'll be like, wait, what the how did they do that? what the fuck is yeah, that? Like, and I go thought back they, and they were really on they their backs
3: and now they're yeah. like bent over the balcony. Well, suddenly
0: yeah. now her, her legs are over his shoulder, but it's like, wait, wasn't she on top just eating? He was a few just
3: eating ago? her out. How and is she riding? That's him? the one that
0: pisses me off the most. Is she straddling she's she's between his legs, giving him a BJ, and then he turns around and suddenly he's like licking her nipples, but it's like, the
3: fuck? Unless he's, like, sumo-ing, like,
0: Bender in half just and picks and
3: her up, flips her over, oh, slams her it. down, and this just starts going at it. Have
0: you seen sumo porn? It is hilarious. <laughs> no, I
3: kind
1: of want to know. It
0: is hilarious.
1: Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, it's much to be said. I just actually read in the Fifth uh, Dresden File book where there's, you know, he ends up pulling off leather pants to find out she's not wearing any underwear underneath, and all I could sit there and be like... There is nothing pleasant about that entire scenario. I don't... You know, everything that's going to be oozing or leaking everywhere, be it sweat or other fluids, is just... It's going to be all over the leather. You're wrecking the pants. You're also making it probably not the greatest smell ever. And now, this is the foreplay into sex.
0: And suddenly it's gross.
1: Yeah. And I mean...
3: I think some leverage does still have to be granted with writing sex scenes because a lot of the things that sound erotic in stories are not erotic in person. And, you know, people really discount the fact that body fluids account for a lot of, you know, what you do in the bedroom. And if you had to write about that sort of thing, it would never be erotic.
1: Well, I think... I'm trying to remember where I heard the quote, but literally, sex is not attractive. The actual... Act is just—it is literally like watching two monkeys yeah. going at. Sex
2: it. is very a very ungraceful <laughs> act. Have you ever deconstructed or actually thought about what you're doing when you have? Sex? Well, no. It's it's my, my perfect like what the fuck am I doing? My, yeah. my
1: perfect example is someone took a voyeur video of an older gentleman and his um, younger lover, and they were peering down onto a Nudist Beach where it was just the couple and they start playing with each other and then they start having sex and it is literally like watching two dogs sniff each other's butts and then start to have sex and then separate and then have sex again and separate it was there was nothing erotic about it it looked reminded me of just like two monkeys going out at the zoo and it's just because really that's what sex is it's What's exciting the readers is generally all the things that you we over. romanticize about the act.
3: Do you know what this actually reminds me of? This this whole concept, uh, the turn down for what video without music? <laughs> 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 because I put them on the, mute anyways. The, the video with music is what you think sex is. Yeah. But the actual act of doing sex. Is the video without the music? It's yeah. a oh, lot of awkward no, slapping, I, thrusting, boob clapping.
0: <laughs> I have to turn the sound off on porn because the fake noise that the always, women make have. destroy yeah. me. I hate it.
3: I have never listened to like a single porno in my oh, life. Oh,
0: and when they zoom into her face, you're like, and I'm... Um, <sighs> yeah, it's like, I'm like uh, it looks like she needs to floss. You know, she's practicing like, that. You
3: sound oh. like you're a dying piglet. Please stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then they zoom in on the guy's face, and he's like, and "You're like, oh, that's, that's okay." Fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. we're devolving. Devolved.
1: So, I'm gonna skip a bit ahead here. um What about when erotica is needed in a story, really or when needed? There is, for,
2: for example, you're writing a story that is you're writing like, a story erotica, but it has an erotic
1: scene. Yeah. Or an erotic scene or two? And when is it justified in the story? And when can it just be like off screen? And I like, when are you like, because I mean, there's always a certain level of how much you want to do it. So when you're writing a story um, and you say, hey, an erotic scene will go well here, but you're not writing for an erotic anthology, is there any of, is it, is there ever a valid. to put an erotic scene into the story or i mean obviously it's depending on the call for submissions
3: there's always a way not to have a sex scene yeah i mean let's be honest but as far as having a sexual scene to contribute to the movement forward through the story there's absolutely like and usually it's meant to sort of exemplify an existing relationship or a blossoming relationship to demonstrate how close two characters are to each other, or multiple, if that happens to be your story. There are very obvious ways that it can be shoehorned in, like if two characters, one character just happens to trip over a mop and ends up on their knees, like... (laughs) The the whole kind of cheesy porn scenario we were talking about before versus maybe somebody's handbrush is just a little too close to the crotch and they don't recoil. And they sort of move into that. Like if it's a natural progression of the character's feelings, then it's not awkward and maybe isn't needed, but isn't unwarranted. Yeah.
1: But I think at the same point, as I said, you have to pay attention to the call for submissions because if they are not looking for an erotic scene, uh, sticking an erotic scene in the story is probably not going to be welcome. I would say regardless of submission deadlines, I mean,
3: you should always, for the love of God, read your submission guidelines. I'm going to edit that in later. Um, pay attention to what your, your editor wants, but as far as like when a sex scene is needed, usually it's to convey a point of the character's emotions that you wouldn't be able to convey through more conventional means. Agreed. Well, hey? Hey! hey. Well,
0: it's like Ocean brought up earlier, right?
3: In between all of the, like, distracted <laughs> shit we've had, we've had some very we good points. we had a points. very good,
1: <laughs> this has been a good podcast. I've enjoyed this. So have I. Anyway, I think we, we should satisfied.
2: close it out
0: ironic
1: i climaxed i finished i uh, ob- i'll ob- <laughs>
3: be you ovulated on, i'll be positioned or ovulated uh, i mean either are pretty strange
0: either are incredibly strange
3: talking about physically impossible situations yep yeah. anywho this has been fangs and fonts if you have any questions comments or concerns you can email us at fangsandfonts at gmail.com twitter at Fonts, facebook Fonts. You can look at our. Do we have a FA?
2: Yeah, it needs to
3: be updated. Okay, for slash fangs and fonts. And fangsandfonts.com for our website. Thank you and have a good night.
0: Good night. <laughs>